All right. We have a, we, I think we're started. So, uh, yeah, this is Don't Call It a Podcast. We are in closets at the Closet Studio in Bixby, Oklahoma. It's sub, what is it? Like, so part of the metro of Tulsa. It's Tulsa, even a metro? Suburb of Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. Tulsa Metro. Yeah. Tulsa Metro. That sounds weird as shit. <laughs> it is weird. And, Tulsa as an idea is weird. Okay. And we have Kendall running the studio. That this is a dope ass studio. It's nice. And then I'm here with Mr. Brady Leach. Hello. Tulsa comedian. Do I call you? T- I'm just going to call you a fucking comedian. Thank you. I'm not going to call you Tulsa comedian. Thank you. Because then that makes me think you were part of the Tulsa race riots. <laughs> You're yeah, right. we started right. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I wasn't associated with the Tulsa race riots. <laughs> Man, you have to be old as shit. Yeah. You look so young, though. How do you do it? Do you eat carrots? What? Tell me your secret. I'm just a young man. Uh, a lot of chicken pot pies. Huh. There's there's some carrots in there. Right on. I thought it was just drinking the blood of those younger than you is how you stayed young. <laughs> Damn, well, I had it wrong. That is a Tulsa tradition. <laughs> <laughs> drinking the, the, the blood of those younger. Right on. I do have younger siblings. There is a blood bank in my closet. Huh. That I keep. But that's... Wow, I just gave a lot of information yeah, you right did. off the bat. Deacon Frost over here. Watch out, Blade. I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, shit. Well, man, how's life been post-graduating OU? It's been okay. It's been all right. Trying to find my, spread my wings out there in the world. You know, I've had some great opportunities at Target and UPS. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your major? Uh, biological anthropology. Hmm. Or just anthropology. Interesting. I, yeah. I took a lot of biological classes like evolution, population, genetics, stuff like that. So are you one day planning to wipe out most of the population on Earth and repopulate it? And like right. make your own little biodome? What would it called? What would you call it? Bleach. Bleach? Bleach. Bleaching the earth? Yeah. Bleaching the earth. Ah, sounds a lot like Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Actually, <laughs> Hitler actually got some of his ideas from biological anthropology. Hmm. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, sign me up. All in. You're all in. <laughs> Let's cleanse. <laughs> that goes back to the blood, too. You have to cleanse yourself in the blood of capitalism. Oh, man, that sounds fucking awful. If you want to survive in Tulsa, that's what you got to do. Hmm. But yeah, the job opportunities have been great. <laughs> As soon as getting getting right out of college, it's been great. Target was like, "Do you want to be a stalker here?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then UPS is like, "You want to load trucks?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" Stalking and loading trucks. Yeah, I, I know that path. I've been there. Oh yeah. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. And yeah, unfortunately, I guess. I guess is it unfortunately? Is like how how fucked up shit is. Unfortunately, we we live in America. Actually, yeah, we do have a pretty good. This is the greatest country on earth. Is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure, man? I hear Syria's pretty dope right now. Syria? Yeah. They're losing a lot of people. Yeah, man. We should pick them up, put them on our team. We should. But you know what? I don't, I don't know if I can trust them. Cause, yeah. Because they, they just look a certain <laughs> way. It's like, it's like yeah, I don't know. No, I'm just fucking around. That's true. I've heard ideas similar to that. Like uh, my friend Donald, uh, he talks about that sometimes in his speeches. Where he wants to uh, label Syrian refugees, physically label them. Really? 
I yeah. put a mark on them, like a star on them that says, yeah, Syrian. Something like that. Then was it going to do like build these like parts of town and say, you can only live here. Right. And then eventually he's going to make like a camp. Hey, you got to build my hotels. Right. And also he's going to put some of them working at UPS to help me out. Word. Right. Your friend Donald might be onto something here. He's not, he's a smart guy. He has the best memory in the world. He does? That's yeah, he forgot the rest of that saying, but he uh, he said he had the best memory. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the first half of the phrase. He couldn't remember the rest. Hmm, he so said, "I have the first. I have the best memory in the world." Oh damn, I forgot the rest of that. Yeah, hmm. so I don't know about him. You don't know about him? Fuck that guy, Donald. Fuck him. Yeah, you see how how we just did that there? Trump twenty sixteen. Cut that shit out. What about Kanye West? Kanye twenty twenty. He has my vote. He does? He has my vote. If he doesn't drop out ha. of the race. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> As I like what you did there. Thank you. You know, I've been saving that for three months. Three months. <laughs> Ever since he announced. That he was running. Oh, yeah. Man, it's it's going to be funny just like if he actually does how many votes he'll just get because he's not what has been running. Right. And then. Right. It's, it's going to be a clusterfuck. Our generation might put him in there. And he might be a good president. Who knows? Who knows? Kanye West, I'm a fan. He's successful. I'm a fan of his music. I just hope he doesn't run away. <laughs> fuck yourself, dude. This is, all, this is all day, by the way. <laughs> Uh, These jokes this, are all day. This is going to be nice. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of this. All day. All right. So, what, 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 is this, uh, what do you think Kanye's uh, foreign policy will be? Foreign policy? Well, uh, he's going to have someone on the, uh, the his cabinet. Uh, they're going to be wearing a red dress. You might call him a devil. Okay, I can't just do that. <laughs> Okay, I'm officially out of those. <laughs> I was so bad. I don't know where you were gonna go with that. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I don't know. One could say he could be a monster. I don't he know. he's a monster. He's an amazing monster. Yeah, because he's amazing. So amazing. So amazing. Foreign policy is that what we're talking about? Foreign policy. Kanye West, 2020. Foreign policy. He would look Putin straight in the eyes, and what would he say? Bruh. Listen to the kids. Bruh. Let's smoke this shit. <laughs> Yo, DJ. <laughs> drop my own beat. <laughs> Putin, listen to this shit. Stop breathing. Your breathing is interrupting you from listening to this. I don't like your breathing, Putin. Putin, breathe on a rhythm with me. Yeah, wouldn't it be funny if he had Justin Timberlake? Justin also, Timberlake. Cause, just because 2020. I'm sorry I had to do that shit. 2020 experience. Yeah. That does come to mind. I forgot about that. Wow. 2020 experience. Is that about vision or the date? Hmm. There is like a vision thing on there the is, album. Yeah. It's like you're sending the, what is it, the optometrist? Yeah. Yeah. Getting your new glasses prescription. I think it could be a metaphor for both, right? Could be. Futuristic. Depending how you want to see it. I mean, you could link anything to anything depending how your mind works. Yeah. Or how fucking crazy you are. I'm glad we tackled that. We, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was I'm not glad. pointless info at all. Who, okay. Who would be on Kanye West's cabinet? Damn. 
Jay-Z right off the bat. Of course. Dame Dash. Dame Dash. Let's see who else. Uh, I, I don't know. Who, do, who does he mess around? Uh, Beyonce. Pusha T. Pusha T. Pusha T. Pusha T would be, uh, what is it, Secretary of Defense? Secretary of Defense. That's a rocks. Let's see. No, we, we need, who, who would it be? Somebody, T.I. T.I. would be on there. Yeah. T.I. doesn't play any games, apparently. He doesn't play games. No. Nah. Not even for fun. No. I tried to play checkers with him once. He wasn't even down for that shit. Really? What'd he say? He's like, he was like I'm from the South. I was like, uh, do they play checkers there? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what I was talking about. Of course not. Yeah, this fucking coffee. Oh, yeah, I need to shout out this coffee place. What is it? The Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good shout out, right? The Phoenix. The Phoenix. Downtown. I don't know. Yeah, I like it because it stays open to 2 a.m. But first mm-hmm. of all, I came here to do comedy a while ago, and I'm surprised there was a coffee shop open to 2 a.m. They'll keep you up till 2 a.m. too. Yeah. You just keep going back. It's better than doing cocaine, I guess. Yeah, it's better for you. Yeah. Because, I mean, cocaine, you just stay up all night with that weird drip in the back of your throat. Like, oh, why did I do this? I don't, do, I don't do coke, guys. I haven't been there. Don't. I haven't been there. I've walked down that road. It's not Ooh. a fun road. It's a probably like a twitchy, mm. paranoid road. Depending on your body chemistry, if you twitch or not. Okay. Yeah. I think I would just go a million miles a minute. <laughs> a million miles a second. I would just freak out. I would be running around. Probably. Yeah, you don't, you don't need that in your life, man. Because then the next thing you know, you're fucking hookers, and then you're Charlie Sheen. Oh, you don't need that, dude. Oh, you definitely do not. We're covering everything. We are. <laughs> We're co- apparently. Oh, well, that sounds good. But uh, what was I was about to say, uh, the homeless people up here, man. Did you see some? I saw some. They look very like professional. <laughs> professional homeless. Yeah, it's like they have resumes. Look like they probably had a pretty good resume, probably better than mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was two middle aged white guys, and like one, he looked like he had a shirt tucked in standing out there. Like, wow, yeah, that's fancy for a homeless fashion. Yeah, and it was like, it's like he looks like he looked like he had a home. Both of them on the corner, they look like they had homes. Can't them. trust them. Yeah, I was like, I'll give you a banana because I have a banana in my car, but I'm not giving you any fucking money. Yeah, make sure they get fed. Yeah. Because what are they going to do with that money, you know? Let's just keep looking professional? I guess so, man. Go get some little wet wipes and just wipe the, wipe the dirt off. I don't know. Where, I don't know. That can't be going on. We can't be just helping the homeless like that. <laughs> you got to give them bananas. You got to give them food. I don't know. Because so, some of them, you can tell who needs money and who doesn't. Most cases. Really? Sometimes. Mm. So, I don't know. I definitely give them food. Because it's like, if you give them money, you don't know, you gonna go, what are you going to go buy some crack? I don't know. Is there a crack problem in Tulsa? I'm sure. Or is it more of a meth thing up here? Yeah, meth is definitely Oklahoma style. All right. Because in the city, there's crack and meth. Really? Yeah, maybe they might become one. You never know. They should. The fuck? Would- <laughs> yeah, I wonder, do people's hearts just blow up instantly on that? I- <laughs> they should unify the crack <laughs> meth movement. Yeah, but there's probably some crack. There's just tweakers. Yeah, I don't know what they're tweaking on, but you'll see them around yelling at themselves and stuff. <laughs> it's it's not as bad. It's not as bad as San Francisco homeless people though. Have you ever seen 
the homeless people. I saw a lady who was having a full conversation uh, with herself. I thought she was on a cell phone for a long time, but there was no cell phone. She was yelling at someone on a cell phone that was not there. And she's like, you don't tell me, to, you don't hang up on me. You don't tell me to shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Maybe she was talking to the aliens, dude. She could have been. That's a good point. Could have. That Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about it. I, could, I, should, I didn't take that into account. Yeah, man. Damn it. Did she shit herself? No. Hmm. <laughs> no. I wonder if you could, like, make a homeless person feel uncomfortable as, like, just... Because, you know, like, they're... Like, some of them... Well, I'm not going to say some of them, like, I know, like, I'm general... This is going to sound like... It's like I'm going to do that racist guy thing. It's like, because, you know, some of them, uh, they know what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, if you just want to buy a homeless person and shit your pants... Some of those professional homeless people. Yeah, you think, well, what do you think they would do? We should make some of the professional looking homeless people shit their pants more often. Because then maybe they would be, you know, what well, would that make them a professional homeless person? I think, I don't know. Damn. This is straight shit right now. So you mean, <laughs> you mean, <laughs> yeah, I have no, no idea where we got. Yeah, let's, let's get back on the life of Mr. Brady Leach. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, so, that's not very, uh, like, well, we'll see. not a lot of fireworks. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that's what true. you need to do is go uh, talk to China, get some fireworks. Yeah. Like, not not the stands. I'm talking about go back in time and talk to them back when they had the lockdown on fireworks. <laughs> How'd you guys do this? Yeah, I want to spell my name in fireworks. Indeed, mm. you wanna you wanna have your own little dynasty, don't you? Your own little feudal system, Chinese style. Like your own, uh, the Leech Dynasty. You don't want that? The Leech Dynasty. That has a ring. It does. And I would put a ring on it and I would keep it and I would I would fuel that dynasty and I would probably, you know what? That's That goes hand in hand with my ethnic cleansing. <laughs> my ethnic <laughs> cleansing plan. Got to leech the world of its uh, resources and then cleanse it. Was that part recorded where we were talking about ethnic cleansing? I don't know. Because if it wasn't, definitely part of my plan. I think it was because you talked about your friend Donald. Yeah, my friend Donald. Who knows? We're getting together on some plans, some blueprints. Part one and two and three. Hmm. What's part three? Uh, it has it's slightly less uh, quality songs than one and two. Word. But it still has uh, Kanye and Rihanna on there. Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled it back into it. You did. That, that Full happen. circle. But man, tell me about the Tulsa comedy scene and what you've been doing up here. It's pretty cool. Last night I hit up the Gypsy Coffee House again. That's my kind of my main spot. Gypsy uh, Coffee House. Where's yeah. that? Yeah. Downtown. It's right next to the Drillers Stadium down on past First Street. Drillers. What the fuck is what? Drillers. It's a baseball team. It's a weird name for a team. Drillers, man. Well, I mean, it's fitting for Oklahoma, but that's a weird name for a team. It is. They're, they're fixing to change it to the Frackers, so... <laughs> It's just, they're fixing it. They're working on it. Is this, is this the whole hour? I'm just going to get these, right? <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah, I'm okay oh, yeah. with that. Oh, yeah. I like how you said the fraggers because, like, I'm just picturing a dude, like, a logo of a dude drilling a chick. But obviously, that's what oh, my brain yeah. is. Yeah. There should be t-shirts like that. There should, but. The drillers. Oklahoma's too conservative for that. They're not ready. You know, they're not conservative when it comes to fucking these hoes, Chandler. They're not? No. Damn. They'll fuck some hoes. <laughs> Hose being the earth, yeah, word definitely. So gypsy, well, that got real. What is it? Gyp- yeah, the gypsy coffee shop. Yeah, gypsy coffee shop. A lot of people there putting sheeny curses on people and whatnot. Kind of like that. They're more just drifters. 
hmm. that like coffee. Smells a lot like B.O. What? Well, it can. It's more of just, you know, like high school age kids to are like my age, like up to 25, I guess. Really all ages. Hmm. But it's like the people that can't go to a bar yet, but they want to see an open mic. So they hang out. It's kind of like I would compare it to Second Wind in Norman. Hmm. Probably like that vibe. Word. I only went up there that one time. Yeah, you should have hit it up. How often did they do shows there? It was every other week. Huh. Every other Thursday. Word up. But yeah, Gypsy's cool. It has a cool vibe. You should check it out. It's open till 11. Tuesdays? Tuesdays. Sign up at 6.30. Hmm. And it's fun. Sometimes the crowd, the crowd can either get like really into it or they won't really buy what you're doing. I'm, I haven't had like really... Well, I think I've had all three like really hot kind of cold and then like medium sets there so but i guess that's anywhere this is true that's anywhere yeah I, i've been eating dicks a lot lately yeah well yeah. that happens you've been hitting it everywhere right you've been you've been Attempting all over the place to. well that's good that's what you gotta do yeah yeah what other what other rooms do you hit like the first shop is fun here in tulsa the what the first shop first shop first shop yeah a lot of pelts on the wall a lot of pelts a lot of carpet munching <laughs> I'm trying to get that spit day. <laughs> you just took a drink of water, but I do not want to do this in this nice studio. Yeah. Out of the closet studios. Out of the closet. At the first shop. At the first shop featuring Chandler Watson. How many? Wait, well, what's the comedy scene like here? Like how many days a week uh, can you like hit shit? I think you, it's pretty much every day except for Wednesdays are a little weird because it's just Looney Ben and it's every other Wednesday for the VFW. Sometimes they have a showcase, but I think they're working on Thursdays, mm-hmm. trying to get something. But I think every night uh, they have something going on. Right on. Yeah. Monday's the first shop. Tuesday is the Gypsy. Wednesday is Looney Bin. And they also have Utopia. You can hit up Utopia tonight, actually. What's, what time's that? That's at nine. Damn. So, yeah, it's kind of in a while. I don't, I don't know if I'll be... Because I'm heading back to the city to hit two mics, I think. I don't know if I'll make them both. Okay, yeah. I'm going to try. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah. When did you start doing comedy? What, like? 19. 19, and you're 23. 23, yeah. Just turned 23 October. Word. Four years in. Four years. Kind of, yeah. I think well, I think I was I was technically 19, but I was, like, turning 20. I think I was closer so, to 20. So three years in? Yeah. Three and a half, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's would, been fun. What was your first set like? First set was interesting. I, I thought I was. I went up on stage like I was George Carlin or something. Like that was my mindset of what comedy was supposed to be, you know. So I got I was signed up at the Looney Bin. I got a yes on my first try. So I was like, hell yeah! So I go up on stage. My friends are there to support me. They're kind of like religious Christian, you know, people. I go up on stage talking about. I think one of my first jokes was. Uh, Oh, how high were these guys that wrote the Bible? Uh, yeah, I was just trying to come out of the gate blazing, just trying to like have that philosophical George Carlin style, but you can't do that yeah, right you out of the build gate. Into that. No one wants to hear that from a 19-year-old. It's like, you haven't lived life, nigga. Yeah. You haven't lo- loaded trucks at UPS yet. You have no idea. Yeah, man. You haven't worked at Target as a stalker. Yeah. It's important because then once you do those things, you understand the philosophical things. Yeah. yeah. You know man now. You know how human nature is. It's gritty. Those boxes have let you know. It's gritty. <laughs> Going to these interviews and stuff, I can see on people's face they're hungry. 
I see people there with me. It's like you're in college and you're sheltered from this sort of thing. You see on CNN and all this that the economy's bad, and then you get out there and you're like, "Oh shit!" It actually is. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "No, it'll be good once so, I get out." So right now you're technically being punched in the face by life. That's what's happening, but it's good for people. It is because there's like there's two types of people. Well, there's like this dude used to say, "There's like there's people who've been punched in the face and there's people who haven't." Mm. And I, let me tell you, man, I've been stomped in the face. Damn. Been hit by a train. And you're ready for that eighth round. I am. I don't know what it... Uh, I was about to make a fucked up joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull that in. Damn. Yeah. I was ready. Yeah. There's no more need for those types of jokes from me. <laughs> Not yet. No. No more <laughs> fucked up. That's your style. Kind of. That's your uh, style. It's like pushing it, man. It's like people are too sensitive. It's like you need to know that you can't... Words should not really affect you. No. I can understand everybody has that point to where it's like, all right, man, I might kick your ass or something, but yeah, it's like words are not going to fuck with me because there's far more fuck, like messed up shit in the world to where right. it's like, oh, you said that? Cool. There's something wrong with you or you're just trying to get a rise out of me. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm just like, I see it for what it is. People are just so on the ready to be, you know, they're so defensive. They're like, oh, is that about me? Is that about me personally? Oh, you know. Self-centeredness, a lot of people. It's weird. Yeah. Gotta defeat the ego, everyone. Yeah, you really do. Defeat the ego. It's like, but it always finds new ways to come back up. Right. So you gotta beat that bitch into submission. So I do, I don't know, like, what do you do Damn. to try to keep yourself, uh, like, grounded? Keep myself grounded. Keep myself humble. I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. Well, eating dick on stage is one way. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but I don't try to eat dick when I go on stage. It's just you try, that's true. You try certain jokes out. And it's like, yeah, that's not funny as, at all. It is humbling. It mm. is humbling. Whenever you're up there for five minutes and you just hear yourself talking. Oh, man. That's bad. Have you ever had one of those where it's like you kind of get one guy kind of laughing a little bit just because he feels bad? Dude. <laughs> what was I had to host this thing and I had to... And it was my time for my set. And it was 13 minutes of just feasting on shit. Ooh. 13 minutes. And then I'm like, I don't want to listen back to that. But I did. And that yeah. was worse than actual bombing. Because after, <laughs> after, after I bomb, it's like, it's like oh, oh, well, that shit's over. Yeah. No, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. But the listening back. That's bad. Oh, dude. But what is it? Does the mic catch any? Like a cell phone mic? Is that what it is? Whenever you record it? Uh, yeah. So does it catch any laughter at all? Yeah, it, get, it picks up everything in the room. Like, okay. I, I heard the people <laughs> shuffling their chairs. <clears throat> <laughs> Is there any like thing heard, in the background? What is this guy talking about? I, I heard their thoughts <laughs> <laughs> through the recording. Their thoughts saying, yo, turn this fucking mic off and get him off stage. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I, I've always enjoyed watching you. Yeah, well, thanks, man. <laughs> I've always enjoyed your stuff. You're, yeah, you can be out there. You can be, you know. I like it. I like people that are out there with the pushing the art. You got to pushing it. I love the way you don't give a fuck. I just <laughs> something just clicked one day. I just do not. Yeah, I've told other people. I've told Stephen Patchen uh, after his uh, first couple mics that he came to Othello's. Uh, he was in the back couch, you know, the back couch of the place, and I was like, "Hey, man, you just go up there and not give a fuck." I was just in a don't give a fuck mood for like a couple years. That's. A- it's kind of good to be in, like, especially when you do a comedy. It's like you give a certain amount of fucks, but for the most part, it's like, oh, I'm going to be fine after this. 
Right. Life goes on. That's true. Life is a fight, but you want that 12 rounder, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's why I try to tell myself after I bomb because, like, sometimes I'll just be in a shitty mood because I know I could do better. Mm-hmm. And then I got a text from a friend and say, like, Yeah, I don't have any power because of these, like, recent ice storms. I'm like, Well, shit, my life's not that bad. Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, my set didn't go very well, but yeah. At least I can go get in some hot fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> go charge my iPhone yeah. for a while. We'll go boil some tea and dump it on ice. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's just. Yeah, yeah. It's just wasteful as fuck. It's yeah. American way. American way. Gets me hard as fuck, though. Yeah, but uh, it's like about the. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gets you hard? Yeah. Uh. But let's get back to this ego, because I like, I like where you took it with the ego, because yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't recognize that. I try to stay humble. I didn't I didn't have an answer for how to, I stay humble, though. I don't know. A lot of internal dialogue, I take it. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, substances that help you do that, or? Substances to stay humble. You know what? Marijuana could be the best thing to, to keep you stay humble. Hmm. Just to know that a plant can change your Whole perception on things. It's like, oh, no, well, I didn't know about that. You know? Yeah. Have you ever done shrooms? No. LSD? No. Nope. Not there yet? Nope. Think you'll ever be there? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's out there. It is out there. People it? do it. People tell me about it. Oh, man, it's pretty fucking dope. I, yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed your stories about... Uh, Having conversations with yourself in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, that show. Yeah. Man, that was I, you, the Kanye West joke you had back to fucking Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but damn, that shit is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then it, there was something else you said. Ah, I can't remember if you said it on stage, but like I was at work and I just heard your voice say it something about the something <laughs> tribe. And I'm, the something tribe. Uh, it oh. starts Ashkenazi or Ash- Ashkenazi or something. Tri- it's a tribe. Ooh, hmm. I think I heard you do it at open mic, and I just heard your voice in my head at work, and I'm like, man, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> that was probably uh, me. Yeah, it's not a very good thing. I should have just kept that to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, what were we? Yeah, I, I, I would always talk about anthropological things on stage. That was my thing. Hmm. Ring up anthropology. Yeah, I was probably talking about some uh, tribe, <laughs> Papua New Guinea tribe or something. Huh. Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm, I want to look it up. It's interesting. It's like, yeah. Whenever like people say something that sparks my interest, I like to investigate. Yeah. So it's like I expand my vocabulary. It's interesting. Expand my knowledge of shit I don't know. Oh, if you jump into the anthropology, oh uh, yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. You'll get to reading about agency and and. You know, like the personal uh, owning yourself as a as a human being instead of being part of a system, a capitalistic colonial system. Huh. So I got it. Yeah. Do you know about the Willie Lynch letters? Willie, I've heard of that. We covered it in my hip hop and has poetry class. Huh. Yeah, I found out about that just recently, and when yeah. I when I read about it, well, I did. I didn't read it. I listened to it. But if okay. I would have read it, I probably would have got more pissed off. Yeah. But damn, talk about creating a system that lasts. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty deep. A fucked up system. That was pretty deep. It's like, <laughs> and a lot of people, like, they see it, but they don't know where it came from. It's like, because before I heard of the letters, I knew how to get people dependent on the system. Like, I saw that mm-hmm. through various 
drugs and just watching. Like you just mm. observe. It's like, and I was like, wow, that's really fucked up. No, that's fucked up. History's full of all kinds of fucked up shit. That's in fact, that's what history just is. It's just fucked up. Like, look how bad we fucked up. Then that's why people say learn from it. And a lot of like, but you, I don't know. I don't know what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Is how do you learn from it? How do you get people interested in history? Because mm. then again, it's like one thing. I was like, I you got you recognize the past and know you got to move forward to better things. But it's not like we're moving towards a better future in a sense. Like we are, but we aren't. Right. There's like a certain point is gonna you're gonna have to make a choice, right or left, and who knows which one's gonna be the best choice. Or you could just bust straight through and make your own path. Right. But it's like as society as a whole, it's like, what do you see happening? What do I see happening? Yeah. I see the earth getting warmer. And <laughs> I see food running out pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. I think that's where if you want to make a lot of money right now, be some kind of agricultural engineer. I think that's where it's going to be because I think people, I think the population is huge and there's not a lot of farmers anymore. Mm-mm. So I think that's going to be a problem. One thing is people should probably grow their own shit in their backyards. They should. But people are lazy. They like convenience. Yeah. Yeah. My generation, I think, is super lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can agree with that. For as like, Even for as lazy as I'm not, there's yeah. always room for fucking improvement. Oh, it's you know like, how many times I've heard like, oh, oh, my... Doors open, but I'm I'm just too lazy to get up and close it. Oh, I'm I should be studying for this test. I'm just too lazy to do what I'm too lazy to do this. I've heard that from so many people, and it's like that's not even like necessary shit to be lazy about. I know, right? (laughs) I don't even (laughs) know. Doors open, but I'm gonna leave it open. Oh, I'm just too lazy. I don't know. It's like mine is always like I should be writing right now. Like when I'm painting, I'm like I should be writing. I'm still being productive, but I'm like I should be writing jokes. Yeah. Or like the yep. other night when I was like, like I'm laying there trying to go to sleep mm-hmm. and I'm like, I should be writing jokes because I'll go to a job I fucking hate tired. Yeah. So I just need to get that in my, it's like, it's like just certain things. Get that discipline in there. Discipline is real. It's that, real and it's important. Yeah. I discipline. Was, That's what I, okay. There's a, there's an answer for trying to stay humble. Discipline. Defeating the ego. Discipline. That's real. And self-control. I've. My Ooh. self-control has been slipping a little bit lately. Yeah. On certain things. How so? Do you want to get into it? Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all want to get into pussy. Oh, no, man. It's a distraction that I am now putting on the back burner. It's like mm. I've noticed that like whenever I start drawing it in a sketch, yeah, that's when I know it's like, all right, I'm good. I, that won't distract me. If I want it, I'll just draw. Okay. And then I stay focused on my goal. You draw it and then it's out of your mind. Uh, kind of. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's it's like it's there for a certain amount of time, and then when I start drawing, if it's like if I start seeing vaginas, it's like, well, as long as it's right there and not in my face, I'm good, so I can focus on what I need to do. So, okay, so you're kind of so vaginas kind of in your mind. So like you're sitting at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. It's red. Do you see vaginas in the red light? Nah, not like that. Okay, so it's not that bad. It's only like certain times. It's like. Okay, because my therapist got me out of that stage. <laughs> yeah, why is this red? I want to fuck this red light. <laughs> yeah, that's whatever you're trying to climb up on a pole to fuck a red light. That's when you have a problem. Sounds like some a bad LSD trip or a good one. Damn, fucking red lights. 
I'll teach you to tell me to stop. Oh, that sounds like rape now. I'll fuck all of the lights. <laughs> Just make sure I'm not in the room when you start fucking that lantern up there. I'll fuck that lantern channel. <laughs> but oh man, but speaking about the this this ego and discipline. Discipline. Yeah, that's real. What does it mean? I rode a bike for a while. That's the only means of transportation I had in the college town, you know, mm-hmm. in Norman for a while. That was, you had to, you know, you had to stay on top of that shit. Just little things like that, you know. As an American, you could be disciplined with your bike, disciplined with your exercise, disciplined with your eating, your like how much you, your, you intake. That's a big one, yeah. Definitely with the convenience that we were just talking about, mm-hmm. staying on top of that is hard because you know you could be. You could be cutting some things up at home, cooking something at home, or you could be like, oh, you know, Chipotle's down the street. Yeah. Yep. And it's basically, you know, give or take the same price as buying the ingredients at Walmart. But you can make it the way you want. Exactly. That's why I enjoy cooking. Discipline gives you power. Indeed it does. Oh, shit. Power to look at the pussy and be like, hey, girl, this will probably feel good for only so long. And then I'm like, ah. I just look at him right in the eye and say, I'm going to give you a baby. <laughs> You're yeah. going to end up with a crazy bitch one day if you say that. <laughs> I'm going to give you a baby. Yeah, do, don't do that again. I was going to say do that again, but don't do that. That's why it's not really working out with me and ladies right now. <laughs> I keep whispering that in their ear. I'm going to give you a baby. And what do they do? Do they just like walk the other way or call the cops, pepper Usually. spray? It's either I'm going to give you a baby or the next line I go with is, a, hey, baby, I'm running for office. I'm a Republican presidential candidate. Oh, man, I bet you that gets soaking wet. It's actually a good, really good form of birth control. <laughs> In Oklahoma, you think that would work? You would think. Some, some it does, yeah. Maybe you got to find like a 45-year-old bitch. Oh, that sounds good. She knows things. She's been around the block. Experienced. Yeah. Or maybe she's just trying to trap a young lad. Not quite stoned, but groovy. (laughs) Oh, shit. Are you experienced? Me? Nah, man, not at all. Well, (laughs) this has been good. It has been. (laughs) All right, but uh, what do you do, like, to get out? Do you get out your comfort zone? Like, what? Do you even have a comfort zone? Everybody has a comfort zone, but... What do you do to get out of yours? Like to free you, free your mind and free yourself. Free my mind and free myself. Talking to strangers. You talk to a lot of strangers? Well, besides comedy? A lot. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important to do that yeah. because a lot of people that kind of falls in within their, uh, out of their comfort zone. Real. So like, I've had a friend of mine say like, oh, Brady, you talk to all these people that people kind of neglect or they kind of just walk past them. Or if you see them in public, you're like, oh, I kind of want to avoid this guy or whatever. But I kind of like, I seek out those people and try to talk to them. Are your friends talking about avoiding black people? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> All that was code for race. I was just trying to tap dance around it. <laughs> no, that's good though. That's definitely good. Yeah. That's, you that's kinda, you never yeah. know what a stranger could tell you. Ooh. Like, like just one sentence could change your whole fucking life or change your perspective on something to make you inspire you to do something new. That's true. And you know what? I've never really had a negative experience just saying, hey, my name is Brady. What's... I've never had someone like try to kidnap me or something. So 
Yeah, that's because you look a little bit older than 12. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. That could be it. <laughs> that could be it. Don't approach the wrong dude. Yeah. You I mean, yeah, you know, get out of your comfort zone, but maybe you don't want to talk to everyone. Yeah, no, it's, it's good, though. That's definitely good because people like we are a free nation in a sense, mm-hmm. but people like we build our own little traps and imprison, imprisonments. And I just like I realized the other day, I was like, as much as I speak of being free, I do a lot of shit to like just keep myself in certain boxes. So I was like, oh, wow. So it was like now that I realize that pattern. It's like I started doing different shit to keep from going back to that same comfort shit. Cause you're an explorer. Gotta be. I man. see you. I see you on the social media. Yeah, you got to. I'm getting lost out here. You'll post like a picture of an abandoned place. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that recently. I like that. Man, I need to go back out. Like I, I, well, I went into this one. I'm not gonna say I broke. I broke in because the door was open. Right. But I would have broken <laughs> to okay. this abandoned place, and it was like. At the very bottom, there's this club. It used to be a club. And up top, up top I don't know what it, like maybe a haunted house or something. Mm-hmm. But it's been like maybe four or five story building just abandoned. And it was it was a little creepy. Like, it was yeah, like I, I really don't get that creeped out. Like only at the bottom, I was like, uh, what the fuck? Because there was mirrors all around. And I would walk in one room and come out. And then I'd just be looking at myself. I'm like, all right, I don't like that shit. It's like a fun house. Kind of. But an abandoned funhouse. Abandoned funhouse, but I need to post those photos, but I really didn't like any of them. Give one a shot. I might. I, I just might. Might be some positive feedback out there. Might be a couple of likes. Hey, I might even throw a smiley face in there. Price of one. Price a of two. Word. Smiley face. Yeah, don't, don't tempt me with a good time of a smiley face. I, I might even wink it. Yo, smiley faces. Yo, that makes my reward system just go off in my brain. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I got more likes and, some, and a smiley face. I need to post more of these. Oh, hell yeah. That dopamine starts uh, tingling. Yeah, just starts from a, dropping. Just from a cell phone thing. Yeah, it's real. I had a psychology teacher back in like intro to psych back in the TCC days whenever before I was going to OU, Tulsa Community College. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about studies where cell phone and the social media were, you know, triggering these dopamine responses. Rewiring the brain. I can't even talk. Rewiring the brain. Yeah. It's, I think it's real. Oh, it's, it is real. It's very real. It's, it's real. It's, People in my family in you know, in my house, like we're joking that like we can't even go to the bathroom without our iPads anymore because we're just physically used to having it with us mm-hmm. as a companion piece. And it's weird. Have you ever like tried to like? Do you read books or like? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I keep them around. Well, you keep them around. <laughs> I keep. I put candles on top of them. Word. <laughs> But no, I read, yeah. I've noticed like from like the way I would read on my cell phone mm-hmm. and then I would try to read a book. It couldn't keep my attention. But now it's like, because it's, it's like you, you used to getting the info in such a condensed spot. Right. So you, I had to force myself to actually just, you know what, stick, it, stick with the fucking book. And now I can read full articles because it's like, uh, this article shit. But I can do it now because it's like. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about like, internet articles as opposed to full books because mm-hmm. it's yeah, like that's, no, that's how like, that's how fucking the information is even with the articles. Uh, yeah that's what we're that's what we're fed now eat this soup nigga <laughs> this it's tasty this, this info soup we want you to know Oh shit! You know what? You know what's fucked up is I was on a plane uh, traveling this summer and I was reading 1984 on my iPad. I 
Huh. And, and he, I was like, fuck. He was right. I need to read that book. It's crazy. I mean, the opening chapter talks about a tablet type technology that can listen to your like conversations and and film you. And I'm sitting there reading it on my iPad. And while it's probably filming you. While it's watching me read 1984. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah, that was trippy. Oh Damn. shit. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, tablets and whatnot and Wi-Fi signals, this girl I read on Reddit, the Reddit news, this girl who had an allergic reaction to Wi-Fi signals committed suicide or something. What? Yeah. People are allergic to Wi-Fi signals? Yeah, apparently. I can understand like these fucking signals going through your head could actually have a real effect because brain waves okay. emit signals. Right. So who's saying that's like a signal can't fuck up your brain chemistry? I could see that. I mean- I'm pretty sure the military's dabbled in that. Okay. And I know, actually, I know for a fact people have like uh, attached electro stems to their head and fucked like and shot like electric, well, electricity straight into your brain. Of course, that's going to have a electroshock therapy. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what they did for the crazies, but people are doing that to enhance certain parts of their body. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was a radio lab about it. This chick, she went, she did the electro, whatever, and then she was able to complete a shooting course like perfectly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard of this. I've heard of this, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I know they... Oh, man. Yeah. That would be crazy. Was this this was this was the girl that went through the shooting course? Is this the one that committed suicide? Or nah, is that separate? No, nah, that's a separate. So I, this I was... Just, I just made some jumps there. Because that would be kind of crazy. If you learned how to be a sharpshooter and you just nailed yourself, <laughs> that would be crazy. Perfect shot. Yeah. That would be a crazy story. But uh, Wi-Fi, she was alerted to Wi-Fi. Yeah, according to the uh, the article. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of news articles lately. Yeah. And now that I've found a, like, a source with like multiple mm-hmm. different things, like I can look through and like, okay, this seems like, of course, they all of them have a certain view. Yeah. I just like, it's hard to find something non-objective unless yeah. it's like peer-reviewed, I guess. But then again, they have like something... They're telling you. Something they're trying to push. Yeah. Who, who are you going with? I like NPR. NPR? Uh, I look at them every once in a while. I they listen. Little, I used to listen to the radio. Like, listen to them. Oh, I love it. I love I love me some NPR. <laughs> you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to listen to it at work. That's probably about it. It's great. Let's uh, see. What do I like? I don't know. Your news sources. My news sources? I just go to Reddit News and... Reddit News, is that where you find the Wi-Fi? Yeah, that's where I found it. So what was the explanation that they gave for her? For her killing herself? Was it just contributing to it? I'm assuming she had depression and I I don't know, like, I guess in school, like, they asked for her to not be in it. I don't know. This is is really it's weird. I should probably know this article verbatim if I'm going to bring it up, but I don't. No, that's cool. But that's messed up, though. I should find that. You should. Reddit's crazy. Reddit can take you down a dark rabbit hole. Dude, it can get it can get weird on I, Reddit. I used to Reddit. Like now, I just Reddit news, Reddit science. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking it. <laughs> yeah, but I, like I went. Ah, let's not talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Watch tonight. I'm gonna be back on like there was what Reddit. Uh, was it the drop or something with the? I, I can't remember what it was called. Anyways, it was just gifts of women taking off their shirts, <laughs> and you can see the titties drop. <laughs> it's like just being let loose. And I'm like, yo, that's a good subreddit. <laughs> I would enjoy that. And then there was a, man, there was fit chicks, asses, and then it jumped to watch people die. And <laughs> I don't like that shit. I've never yeah. liked that. 
Whenever I was young, I fucked up. My friend showed me Rotten.com whenever I was young. <laughs> I was like 10 or 12 or something. His older brother was like, check this out. Yeah, we it fucked up our brains uh, yeah. forever. I mean, I used to watch it like a lot when I worked at Tinker. Mm. I don't know why. I would just watch that shit. I don't like it. I've never liked it. It makes me feel weird to see people die. Understandable to see people die. It's like someone wasn't registering with me at the time. It's like, oh, these are real people. And then it did. Yeah. It was like, and I think this is, yeah, this is before I smoked. This is when I was doing coke, I think. So I was oh obviously God. not a happy person. <laughs> you were thrill seeking. I guess so. I, I'm thrill, I thrill seeking a different way now, but it was like, yeah. It's like, and then it kind of reinforced something. It's like watching them, it was like, man, these people are dying so easily. Yeah, that's the thing. I could never really disassociate those things. Like to me, it's, I don't like to see real people suffer. But yeah, you can kind of categorize it that that way. If you go down that that hole, you can kind of see like these are just people on the internet. They're not real. No, it's yeah. just internet people. And, and it clicks them. They are real. It's like it's like it puts something in perspective. That's like, oh shit, I could die at any moment. Yeah, I could be one of these videos. So I need to do what the fuck I want to do in life. Yeah, yeah. Stop so, wasting your time. Yeah, man. And watching like, people die and nah, go nah, out there and live, dude. I even fucking Hemingway. I got the book in my backpack. He has a short story, The Snows of Kilimanjaro. I spoke of this before, but it's pretty much about a dude who says he's going to do all this shit in life. Ooh. And he, he kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And now he was dying. He's like, I should have did that. It's like, that's not a sign saying, hey, you need to fucking live. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I want to be the guy who just did it. And then Go out you, there and do it. Yeah. There's a comedian in the scene, well, comedian, poet, uh, Jack Tapestry in Oklahoma City. We mm-hmm. we were talking about something. It's like, that should be something that you're ready for. Like, you greet. It's like, I've lived, wow. I've done everything I wanted to do. I'm ready. Wow. A lot of people don't have, a lot of people have a fear of death. I, know, I don't have a fear of death anymore. I know there's a lot of shit I want to do, but. You but, should welcome death because you already did all that shit. Yeah, man. I'm ready for this. Yeah. Okay. It's I can like see that. This this society looks at death all wrong. Yeah. It's just going on to something new. I want to know what's going to happen to all these people that, you know, are just stuck in their television shows and they're stuck in their iPads and they're because they just want time to go by so fast and then they're going to be 75. That's the worst. You don't wish time away. They're going to be 75 reading an article about themselves <laughs> because they're going to be like, there's going to be an article like people wasted their lives on the iPads. <laughs> on like, phones oh, yeah you can yeah. just sit there on facebook for hours and just get lost gone yeah whenever that happens to me i'm like no fuck that at least you're able to snap yourself out of it yeah because yeah you gotta time your shit out if you're gonna be on social media it's happened a couple times and i'm just like Mm-mm, i'm gonna go for a walk or something i'll just go there's a really nice place here in tulsa speaking of ways to keep you humble and disciplined there's a place called turkey mountain and uh are you, are you just saying like a thanksgiving just passed no it's really turkey mountain because i was about to say go fuck yourself <laughs> no it's just you can fuck yourself on turkey mountain by the way all right tell me about this place it's really cool it's like a the little it's a little uh naturey place in the middle of all this concrete jungle that we have in tulsa <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's really nice uh yeah it's like a hiking area Word. go up there and get lost i went up there when the leaves started changing, you know, put on my headphones, walked around, decompressed. Right on. It's beautiful up What'd there. What'd you listen to? Ooh, a little bit of John Lennon's uh, solo stuff and a little bit of Pink Floyd and Tame Impala. Uh, Tame Impala, I know about them. John Lennon is like, I'm, I'm starting to, 
I don't John know. I've Lennon. listened to some of his like talks. Like this guy I know made a song that had John Lennon in it. Okay. And I'm like, I agree with everything this fucking dude's saying. I need to hear more of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good. His solo stuff, he went uh, all out. Yoko, yeah. right? Yoko Ono is the one who, corrupt, like, she must have some good pussy, huh? Because <laughs> I remember hearing, hearing Bill Burr rant about her. Yeah. And then, like, Chuck, People hate on Yoko, man. I mean, I'm not hating. She's doing her. Me and James Nem talked about how people find uh, their true love. Because that, th- this is what made me think of this, is that John was fascinated. You, you said that she must have been, had great pussy. But I think he was just deeply in love with her. Yeah. I mean, this guy was just, we, me and James Nimmer were talking about how if you fall in love with someone to the point to where they're your uh, teammate in life. And maybe that was what he had. Like, that's a, that's what he found. Word. Like, what if you went to home to someone every day that was like, you know, oh, I need to go to this open mic. I, I don't really feel like doing this open mic. Let's just cook dinner And they're or like, go? They're like, go do that shit. And they help you write a joke real quick or something. Then that's, that's like a movie. Dope. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? I want a teammate. <laughs> you want a teammate? I want a teammate. I don't know if I do. No? Not sure. Not right now. It's like yeah, I, I know. Right now is not the time for me to have a teammate. Mm-mm. We need to learn how to be team players first. True. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning, but I don't know. I do a lot of reckless shit. Yeah. I've been battling with this. I'll, I'll actually, like in the last few weeks, I've been thinking, I, I think I just want to be alone forever, but I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Because like for a while I was thinking, you know, seeing people, you know, drop out of college or maybe they graduate college and and get married and have kids immediately. I was thinking of like a line graph where people who have kids and people who don't have kids and like the success versus having kids <laughs> line graph, <laughs> you know, I wonder what that would look like if you if you have a family and you're going with that career, you know, American dream style, or if you're just trying to be a fucking warrior hmm. by yourself, I wonder what the success curve looks like. I think warrior route. Yeah. If you want to be successful, definitely if you want to be a comedian. Yeah. There's a lot of alone time. A lot. I enjoy being alone. Yeah. A little bit too much, I think. Yeah. Uh, like now people are going to start keeping tabs on me. He's like, this nigger Chandler's on edge. <laughs> he likes to be alone. He He's talking about a, a wood cabin. Everyone likes to be alone. Do they? I don't know. Yeah, because I, I don't think a lot of people do. But like just being alone with, with your thoughts, a lot of people were terrified. Well, I'm not going to overgeneralize, but I think people yeah. are afraid of that. Like, Yeah, that's true. That comes back to how the they, ego... And, and how they want to be distracted all the time, too. Yes. They don't want to know their inner thoughts. But I think what I meant by saying that is that everyone, you know, everyone, I would think, as being a human, would need to be alone sometimes. But, yeah, I can definitely see how people don't like to be alone. Because I've known people that, like, have to be around people all the time. Hmm. What do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. They just need someone to be around. Like maybe, maybe they want to be entertained by... And the only way they can do that is with other people entertaining huh. them. They can't just be alone and entertain themselves. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can, I don't know. But there's probably something deeper. Yeah, there's something for that. I kind of want to think about that now. Let's yeah. Because I've never really been, I've always been the type of, like I would in high school, I would come home and like 
do homework and I would just get on a computer and like research. I would read Wikipedia for like three hours. Huh. Yeah, it was weird. Curious when you are. Yeah. That's good though. It's yeah. good to be curious. It was cool, but I don't know. But then I started being a lot more social. Socials, being social is important. It's not bad. It's, it's like, not bad. It's fun. Like you were saying, you talk to strangers. Yeah. I talk to strangers. I try to talk to everyone, really. If someone wants to engage with me, I'm pretty much not going to throw them under a bus unless I feel super like uh, uncomfortable or something. But that doesn't really happen. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good thing to do. Yeah. How, well, how do you approach strangers? I don't. They usually approach me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I don't, I don't feel... It's the way I look approaching certain people. Yeah. I can feel vibes. So... Okay, okay. It's like some people, it's like, I'll just... I'll definitely say hello to anybody who walks by. But That's like, important. I'll, I'll go to different... I go to bars a lot by myself and I'll just draw, have a glass of wine, and then people will approach me and talk. And like, I'll talk to them. Sometimes I may come off a little like, like a dick at first because I'm like, yo, can you let me finish? But it's like, I'll, I'll end up, <laughs> I'll end up talking like this one guy at Buffalo Wild Wings. He, he was talking about my art and then he said something. I'm like, all right, dude, I don't really want to talk to you, but I did. It was like, I talked to him and then he ended up saying some really funny shit that made me laugh hard as fuck. So I'm like, thank you, dude. <laughs> I was like, thank you. And he was oh, talking man. about pussy, of course. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> bringing it back. Yeah, he's like, you talked about pussy and then something else. And I'm like, huh, I like how you did that. So, were you drawing, you were drawing something at the time? Mm-hmm. And you pulled him in with your art. I did. That's powerful. Yeah. Your art can do that. I've seen it. Thanks, man. I've been a witness. Right on. Speaking of which, I'll give you the sketch I drew. Oh, sweet. That'd be cool. It's, it's a good size one. It's 18 by 24. Oh, my God. I still have the photography that, of yours oh, with the tree. With the and tree. Everything. That's actually in my diploma. Right <laughs> I keep on. it. I keep it in my, you know, thing. I'm glad you like it. Right on, dude. Hell yeah. I'm getting a frame. I'm keeping it straight until I find the right frame. The right, the right frame. The right frame. I'll probably decorate it and everything. Word. I'm... I need to learn how to make frames, but that's a lot of work. Like woodwork, I, oh, what is it, a Dremel? I think I need to get a Dremel. I need to learn how to sand shit. Yeah. But I think, Sanding. Yeah, I need to get a guitar first. Get a guitar? I need to learn that, and then I'll learn how to fucking woodcraft shit. I'll show you some guitar. You you know some guitar? I play some guitar. You teach me the guitar? I could. We could do some finger picking. We, we could do some claw technique. You huh. know, we could do some Bob Dylan uh, gospel jams, folk. <laughs> we could go down we could do some guitar comedy no not at the same time yeah i don't yeah, know like yeah. do comedy and it's like yo now we're gonna do some some guitar playing flight of the concord style we could well about serious <laughs> shit <laughs> pussy this is a song that we co-wrote the ego and pussy it's called ego pussy <laughs> <laughs> and then here's another song called ego pussy it's environmentally <laughs> friendly pussy. It rides his bike to your house. <laughs> it brings you seeds to plant food in the backyard. That's a sweet. That's a sweet one. And it even waters it after you fuck it. It's extra wet. Extra wet. Huh. That'd probably be some really good vegetables. Ooh. Hashtag just freaky things. Just <laughs> Shout out to Arthur Dixon. Just freaky things. Hashtag. Just freaky things. Good to know. That's extra wet uh, pussy vegetables right there. 
you have to say just freaky things after that. Yeah, but then again, eating vegetables and fruit is a lot like, well, fruit definitely is like eating eat pussy. Pussy's the best fruit out there. It is, but some of that, you got to watch what, what fruit you want to eat, though. That's true. Yeah. Some of that fruit will, you know, take you aback. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you pause for a second. That's why you got to have a good sniffer on you. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like a professional. Yeah, man. Pheromones, dude. This shit's real. That is true. That's why we, uh, that's why we got the, uh, what is it? Old Spice. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't, yeah, no, fuck that. And then, like pheromones, yeah, this time of year is like, I don't know. What kind of chicks are you attracted to this type of year, time of year? Does it change throughout the year or is it always just pussy? Chandler Watson with those seasonal bitches. Really? <laughs> Got to. This time of year? Yeah. yeah. I, I could cuddle up next to a- Anything? A dark brunette uh, uh, next to a fire. On a bare rug. What size we're talking? What size? Mm, yeah. In the wintertime, I want her to hold me, so she has to be at least 6'5". <laughs> so, so, no, no, I don't know. Bigger chick? More plump? What's Okay. Me, oh, meat on about that. Yeah. Mm, I'm always mid-range, with pretty much with everything in life, actually. About mid? Yeah, mid. Or Just healthy. Right on. That's good. You need somebody healthy. You do. I'm trying to be healthy, so I want my woman to be healthy. Out there, holler at Brady Leach. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for some healthy uh, people. All right, what, where can they find? Where can these healthy women find you? <laughs> I'm at uh, Birdie Leach on Twitter. <laughs> Birdie Leach on Twitter. I remember for the longest she would tweet me. I'm like, who the fuck is tweeting me? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't that's, that, that's back when I be- like I would just tweet shit, and then you would tweet me. I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't even. No, if I met you in person once at that point, maybe just once, yeah, or maybe I just saw you or some shit. I don't know. I probably saw you from afar, and then I started tweeting you. I probably saw you do comedy, and like I would pull, bring up your jokes or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would tweet you random shit. Just what would you talk about back in the day? Trying to find some weed. <laughs> yeah, that's you would tweet. That would be your whole tweet. Trying to find some weed. <laughs> Right? And then there was something was that else. You? I'm pretty sure I put that on my old Twitter. It's like, I don't got that Twitter anymore. Okay. I need to bring it back <laughs> up. Because I've, I've been looking at like the old shit I used to do. And I'm like, huh, I'm not that same dude. But there's a part of that dude that's coming out. So. Part um, of that old Chandler's coming back? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Revive that Chandler? I don't know if I should. Keep him. Yeah. Keep him down. You're always changing. Got to. Be fresh, Chandler, at all times. You always have to evolve because, like, once you stop changing or growing, it's like... What are you doing? Real. What are you doing? That's what I've been finding with comedy lately. You got to change and evolve and write. You do. Change your energy on stage. Like, sometimes, like last night, I'll be really low energy. It's not really conscious, but, uh, yeah. You just know. Yeah. You just kind of gauge the audience, stuff like that. Huh. But yeah, I've been kind of like changing my style. That's good. I've I've found something that I want to dig into with my style. So, you, you okay? You find it's it? It's probably gonna piss some people off. Like a subject? Oh yeah. Ooh. It's definitely gonna piss a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with it. That's good. You gotta piss people off sometimes. Especially these people. People are just <laughs> pissed off anyway. Because they're not doing what they want. 
So piss them off. I'm gonna. Maybe I might piss on them too. Are we getting some signals? I don't know. I'm trying to see how much time we got. Oh, shit. Well, fuck. The people can find Brady Leach at Birdie Leach on Twitter. Yeah. Birdie Leach. Birdie Leach. And we are in the closet studios. And we have uh, Kendall, almost said Caleb. Yo, if you're ever in Tulsa or Bixby, Oklahoma, check this place out. It's fucking dope. He built it and he set it up. It's, it's dope as fuck. But Very anyways, nice. go to ChandlerWatson.com. Check this out. And uh, maybe, I don't know, get out your comfort zone. Kill the ego. Do it. And what info, what, what advice do you have, Brady? Don't call it a podcast. Ha! All right. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs>